Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Today in Manana. I'm Alex. This is Xavier. We're very excited to have you joining us this morning on a chilly morning in Charlottesville, Virginia. But I like to say that's a beautiful opportunity to get your cafe ton leche, get into your cozy place, and watch some Today in Manana. And because we're going to have a fantastic show lined up for you, we're going to be joined shortly by Harvey Mayorga. He's one of the amazing owners of Guajitos Miami Eatery right here in Charlottesville. Going to be talking some exciting news with them. Probably some, I'm sure we'll talk some food, some drinks, some, a little bit of everything. Um, and then later in the show, by Christine Fairfield, the executive director, and Michael Slom, music director of the Oratorio Society of Virginia, to talk their upcoming uh, holiday concert, Christmas concert on Saturday, December 16th. Be sure not. There's two opportunities to see it that day, so there's no excuses. That's right, for, uh, exactly. For not yeah. seeing it. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. That, that's, exactly. a great, that's a great if show. If you have I daytime plans, there's an evening one. If you have evening plans, there's a daytime one. So it's a win-win <laughs> all, all the way around. So we'll talk with them about that and so much more. I uh, love being here on the I Love Seville Network. Judah behind the camera, making us all look good this morning. Um, and, of course, a couple shout-outs. Love our uh, presenter, Emergent Financial Services, and, of course, our amazing partners, Matias Yon Realty, Credit Serious Insurance, Castle Hill Sire, Forward Adelante. Just love NRU, our fantastic audience. Thanks so much for joining us. We send us any, send, be sure to send us any questions, comments, thoughts. We, uh, we welcome them all. We love them all. So, Xavier, how are you doing? No, I'm doing great. Listen, it's, it's great to have you back, even though Michael does a fantastic job. I have he to does, admit, he he's, he's, he's learned tremendously from you, not from me, because I have no idea what you do, how you do it, and, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. I'm, I like to shoot from the hip, as you know. Um, but I wanted to say that, you know, I think it was two days ago I had a, a breakfast, and um, I had a, finally had a cafe con leche. And I, I mean, I always had cafe con leche growing up. But now I just kind of drink American coffee with a little bit of milk. So that's not really cafe con leche. That's like, you know, that's really just cafe you know, with a little bit of leche, right? <laughs> but, you know, and of course, I didn't say cafe leche. It was a latte, right? But mm-hmm. it's more milk. Than, and I really enjoyed it. I forgot how much I, I enjoy that. So uh, the only thing that was missing was a little bit of the leche condensada that I used to put like one spoon. Because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what really gives it the life and the sugar and, you know. So, um so anyway, so yes, a, a nice, a nice warm cafe con leche today oh, is yes. uh, will go a long way. Exactly, especially how they make it at Guajiros, you know, because they. Well, they had that, the, I mean, that Daniel that special. special thing. Yeah, I, I don't well, know. the Daniel special is in its own category. I, I just don't know what he does, but that um, thing is I so have good. no idea what happens yeah. behind the scenes there, but <clears> like it, but even the cafe con leche, it's the way the it's the caramelization, oh, yeah, the caramelized the sugar, sugar yeah. in there. It's just, it just, uh, it's. I wish I had one. I you know, it's interesting because so many places, and and I don't want to. You know, demeaning or anybody, but so many places have espresso, but when they make the espresso, it's just watery. It's just it just doesn't quite taste like espresso. It just tastes like kind of strong American coffee. Mm-hmm. But when you go to Guajitos, it's just the the flavor and you know the 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 spuma and of course Daniel especially something else. But it's just so good. It's like it just. You know, like you're drinking it, it's just you feel yes. good. It's like you enjoy it. I don't know what I mean, it is. It really is some of the best. I don't say this lightly. It's some of the best coffee I have outside of, like, Europe. Yeah. Which is just you're, like, you're really meaning Italy because even yeah. Spain doesn't make it good. Even Spain yeah. doesn't make it quite and, and, as good. And, and Greece definitely didn't. They, had to, they used to have yeah, that Turkish right. coffee yeah, with Yeah, mud. you have to use the... I yeah, tried a few like times, that. like, wait a minute, I need a spoon for this. That's true. Really, outside of Italy, yeah. it's... It's some of the best coffee yeah. that's, that's around. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. Chadwick Doyle, thanks for joining us this morning, liking the show. I saw a couple other people. Matthias Yon, thanks for liking us, the show this morning and watching. Got, got, some, got some big fans already uh, 
joining in this morning. So I, I say we jump into oh, it. Of course, you know, we I have mean, to. We're already, we're, we're already talking uh, about Daniel's We're coffee. already what talking else? about it. Exactly, I mean, exactly. Who else can be here but? <laughs> Dr. Elizabeth Erpe watching the show this morning. Thanks for watching. Uh, so we're really excited to welcome to the show this morning Harvey Mayorga. He is one of the owners of Guajiros Miami Eatery. Harvey, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's, Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Always did, always did to have you We on. did the today and mañana part. Buenos dias. How was your Thanksgiving? It was great. It was great. Lots of family. Um, 12 of the 29 cousins got together with their spouses and kids, and it's about 52 people. Uh, just a small get-together. small get-together, <laughs> small obviously. Down, right? Just like you know, a third of the family. Um, but uh, it was great. Yeah, A lot of my cousins came in uh, to see uh, the town, to see the Guajitos and what we're doing, and just to hang out. It, it, it was great. Wonderful. That's okay. terrific. Did you yeah. try to show them the place? Had some of them not seen uh, Guajitos yet? Some of them have never been here. Yeah. Uh, so that was the first time uh, uh, seeing the, the, the place. They actually went to visit the, the new place. The new place. Um, and then what we're doing with it. So they were very excited about that. Um, one of my cousins, she's been here, uh, Mirta, she's been here when we first opened the original Guajitos in 29 North. 29. So she's um, seen now all three. She's, saw, she's seen the current one and then they saw the, 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 what we're working on. Wow. Um, so she's, the, I think, the only one that's been here. Throughout, throughout the whole thing. So. That's, That's awesome. That was a great, yeah. was a great time. Yeah, so tell, tell us a little bit about that. I was so excited. I went on vacation. I came back and I'm like, oh, there's a new place for Guajitos that's even been in the future. How did that try to happen? So just growth of the business. You yeah. know, like we love the current spot. It has a it has a feeling, it has a vibe. Everybody yeah. uh, kind of loved that spot. Yeah. You know, very homey. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's, you know, uh, some of, you know, customers might know that might be watching right now. It's, uh, it's long Waits during the weekends, and you know we're, we're limited to to the building, the you know, space. right? Uh, exactly. The space. Yeah. So uh, it's time to grow again, yeah. and um, from our original spot, and and um, so we decided. You know, we've been looking for a while without not thinking about moving, but just to see what's out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Peloton station came into our radar, and you know we look into it. Uh, Got together with uh, Virgil Velasco. You know mm-hmm. Virgil? Yeah, yeah, Virgil, great storyhouse. Story great friend uh, of mine, um, great friend of Guajitos. And um, I reached out to him. I was like, can you help me out with this? Um, so he got uh, he got the ball rolling over there. And uh, we are able to negotiate you know, a deal to, to move into that new spot. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be That's a nice spot, too. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love and it's it. got some parking. Ten parking spots, there you are. Um, <laughs> which is ten parking spots more than we have, have right before. now. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's good. <laughs> um, I was a little nervous, you know, because the access, you know, being off of uh, um, West Main and all that. But uh, you know, my dad, being my dad, he he went and sat there with a cup of coffee and uh, uh, six thirty in the morning for three hours just to count people and he's like yeah more people walk by here than they do in front oh, of all this yes. more cars drive by here than mm-hmm. they yeah. do on West Main I was like alright so I, guess. I feel like it, you've kind of reached the point that I mean so many people know of Guajitos and I know so many people that go to that spot specifically because it's Guajitos in other words they're not they're not like oh, I'm downtown I'm on West Main where do I want to go? It's like, no, 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 I'm going to Guajiros for breakfast this morning. Like, I'm, I'm planning it, and then you end up on there, and then maybe you walk around West Main afterwards. Exactly. But I feel like there's, there's already kind of that built-up knowledge of, yeah, Guajiros is out there, and people take... You've reached the point, I, sometimes I'll go in, 
and kind of, you know, when, when I'm waiting for the table or something on a busy Saturday or something, and I'll kind of look around and I'll be like, you can kind of pick out the people in Guajiros that are bringing relatives there. That they'll, you'll be two people and they're kind of pointing things out. I mean, and I'm like, they've been here before, but their parents who are here today have not. Like, they're like bringing people in. That happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot, thankfully. We're, we're very blessed that we, we have a, a big following and uh, uh, repeated customers. Mm-hmm. We love you all. Uh, and, uh, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's like a family keeps growing, you know, mm-hmm. like people that come here that, uh, we've been busy enough at some point where, where we have customers that come here so often that they're like, do you want me to help? You know, I know where everything is. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> the table will be ready soon. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, and then they bring people in. It's, they're very excited to show. Um, we are, as you all know, big into, uh, you know, talking about what's on the walls and the mm-hmm. meaning of it. That's right. And Sebastian's art collection and, uh, you know, Neil's plans. And um, so everything has a meaning in what mm-hmm. it is. You know, like, there's, it's not just random props. It's it's stuff that has a story behind it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the majority of it, at least. Yeah. So, so we tell those stories. You know, we're storytellers, and I think that one makes us what we are and, and makes the vibe of the restaurant what it is. So... People know, learn those stories, and then they bring people over, and they're they're joining that mm-hmm. that family. It was like, oh, let me tell you about this, this and then, yeah. uh, and that's very exciting for people. So, um, believe it or not, we were, were a little worried about that moving that to to the new location in uh, in Peloton Station, the old Peloton Station, um, but. Uh, I think we can ha- make it happen. You know, we made it at the original. We we exactly. did it here. It'll take a little bit to build, but mm-hmm. I'm confident that we can we can bring that. Well, you here. forgot the most important thing, right? I, I know this. You know, when you said that, you know, that area there is kind of homey, but in reality, it's it's a nice spot. But what makes it homey are three things. One is you guys are always so you walk in there, yeah. and you feel like you feel like your family. Even I mean, granted, we already know each other well, but you the minute you walk in, you feel mm-hmm. like your family because you guys are so open, vib- yeah. you know, vivacious, right? Two. The food is just fabulous, right? So, I mean, because if the food is lousy, it's like, okay, they're nice people. It's a nice spot, but, you know, I got to eat, you know. But the food is so good. that, And, and again, it's the kind of food that makes you – it's comfort. It's delicious, right? And so you want to go back. And that's why when people come, it's like, no, man, you got to go to Ajitos because – between the service, between the you know the, the owners, they're there, they're they're helping, right? You know, and 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 they just bring everything together, and then the story. So it's just the whole package yeah. is what makes it go, right? So yeah, the the place is is great, but this place. I guarantee it's gonna be greater. Yeah, it's just, yeah not too bad for a three brothers that are winging it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know we did it right. Not, not, bad, no, not bad at all. Already a bunch of fans tuning in. Harvey Mayor de Salinas. That's probably that's my dad. The yeah. Senior, yeah. yep, the senior Harvey. Ernest Apadra, Damon Rotoli, Malini Taradwa, Monica Miller from Montana joining us this morning. So Johnny Ornelas, amigo del programa, says good morning. Good, good morning, morning, gentlemen. He's such a, he's such a gentleman. Good mor- buenos dias, uh, Johnny. So tell us, I'm curious, what are some of the, and I know obviously this, when you get a new space, probably like a gazillion dreams, like, oh, we could do this, we could do this. What are some of the, the things you're most excited about or saying, oh, hey, this might be a possibility or something like that? So I'm personally excited about the bar <laughs> just because the, we've, we've never had one. And, yeah. and um, obviously I'm, I run the, 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 the cocktail program there. Um, so having the option of you know, 15 people bar, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's really exciting. That's a nice bar, so, 15 people. Um, it's, it's, a big, it's a big bar. Wow. And um, so, you know, see what 
comes out of that. Uh, you will see night shifts opening up on the regular now. Uh, awesome. Maybe not seven days a week, but uh, I'm very excited about that part. Uh, and then, you know, everything that is happening, you know, we're, it's it's the vision of where all the art is going to go, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we've got to clean the grease traps. And yeah. <laughs> when everything's happening, it's like, I want to get to hang the, 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 the paintings on the wall, but, you know, you're going to pressure clean the floor. <laughs> so it, it, all, all that's happening, it's, it's very exciting, though. So it's the third time we do it. Hopefully, it's the last time. The next time, it's going to be a new place for a second location. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, some people may not know this, but Barwa, like, you're a mixologist. An actual, Ish, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm a so, I mean, guy who makes cocktails sometimes. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, you, you made some good some good especially we gotta talk about it especially this time of year Coquito tell people a little bit about that because I think sometimes I mean people know eggnog but I don't think a lot of people yeah know. so it, it's not too popular in Nicaragua but uh, but where, where we're from but uh, it is definitely a, a thing to, to drink in Miami it's mm-hmm. very popular uh, Puerto Ricans do it uh, I want to believe the Dominicans as well but most yeah. of Puerto Ricans um, and I've taken couple of different recipes from friends that I've shared with me or stuff that I've seen online, uh, giving my own little twist as well. And uh, I think I have it down to where, you know, 80% to where I want it to be. <laughs> but that's coming soon. So um, Ashley, which is our, our bartender, barista, um, she has a, 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 she loves Coquito and has a recipe. Um, so I, you know, we'll be working on, on some recipe for this year. Uh, and hopefully, you know, first week of December, we'll have we have some available. Yeah, so it's, just like, so it's, it's like coconut, it's cream of coconut. coconut. Is, so imagine like is there a, rum like in there? A, a, it's mostly rum. It's definitely rum. Um, it's a it's a coquito will be like your Caribbean eggnog. You yeah. know? So what's available uh, in the Caribbean? You know, have coconut milk and coconut cream, and um, I take some clove and. Uh, clavo de olor, clavo? Uh, okay. uh, what's it called? The uh, anise, uh, anise yeah. uh, cinnamon, and make a tea out of it. So, oh. and you mix it up with some condensed milk and cream of coconut and rum. Lots so of rum. What you say to Condensed milk and rum. And rum. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're done. So that's that's definitely uh, happening soon. Uh, last year we had it. I think only by by the like little you know two cocktail mm-hmm. container. Um, this year is probably going to be more accessible. It's kind of like one drink. Oh, um, nice. A little bit. I don't know. Who knows? It's, it's Who always knows? a work. There's so many, uh, yeah, yeah. There's so, so many options. It's so good, though. It's so it good. is. Yeah, it's really delicious. Is. Yeah, delicious. Absolutely everything does. I mean, we've had the, obviously, the, the limonada is spectacular, but then there's the tropical palmer. The which tropical is palmer, yeah. The habit. Hibiscus, it's a hibiscus tea and our with, limeade. So, with the limeade. you know, we went with like the Arnold Palmer, which is going to be the. You know, lemonade and, and, and sweet tea, uh, or, or, or unsweet tea, whatever. Um, we did the if Arnold Palmer lived in Miami, so we took <laughs> limeade, which is we prefer to do limeade or lemonade, um, and then we did uh, hibiscus tea, which we make in house as well. Makes those up, and it is very popular. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Nice. that's yeah. what I have all the time. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, limeade is good. Hibiscus is good, but when you mix it, I don't know. It's, it's so about refreshing. It. Though. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Paul Stiera says, uh, "Let's go, Harvey." Elizabeth says, "One of her favorite things is um, the queso frito." Yeah, the queso frito is. That's yeah. I had, that. a, I had a boss one time uh, before I joined the restaurant full time. Um, I was working somewhere else, and I took my boss, you know, queso frito, just as a gift, whatever, and. Um, I was coming in late, so I was like, hey, I brought you this. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, he's like, man, it's like, 
That's what heaven tastes like. <laughs> Maybe not that, but it's short to it. Very close to it. Yeah. My son eats that. Like he, he comes in to, with me or whatever. We might be close. It's like, Papa, can I get some queso fritos? <laughs> well, we're close right now. Everything is off. It's like, yeah, but go to the kitchen. Make queso fritos. Let's go. Give me 20 minutes. I'll be it's ready. so perfectly yeah. done. And that, the, the sweetness of the sauce that comes with it. Yeah. It's, uh, I have a funny story about that sauce. When we, when we first opened in, um, in 29 North next to, you know, Chorus Brothers, it, someone sends me a link. And then that recipe is very simple. It's three ingredients. Mm -hmm. and it's a secret, so I will tell you. <laughs> uh, but someone sends me a link. He's like, oh, I saw this online. And it's like someone tried, you know those recipes they try to replicate, like, yeah. uh, you know, McDonald's secret sauce or yeah. whatever. Someone tried to replicate our chipotle aioli, which is what we do for the queso frito. And I go in, and it's like seven ingredients, two different types of mustards. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I really want to do this one, though, you know? But um, obviously, no. So it, it, it's, it's just three ingredients. It's very simple. Seven ingredients. I was like, this, this you know, sounds that's, amazing. That's amazing, right? That's amazing. That's amazing. So you, you, know, you get something. You get that sauce. It is so good that the assumption is it's just got to be, be so much stuff, stuff in there, right? And somebody it. tries yeah. to replicate it. It's like, no, it's just three ingredients. Yeah. You know? I, I, and I can remember, I, I've tried to look in the couple of years ago. I, I tried to look for that link, and I can't find it. Uh, I would love to meet that person. I, yeah. to you know, Back then, I didn't even think about it. Now yeah. that we've gone to where we are, I'm like... Really want to meet this person? Right. Give that person the recipe. Especially since they put so much. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's it tries so yours. hard. Yeah. I, really, I really don't mind giving you the recipe. Yeah. Now, are you planning to add any like more dishes? I mean, hopefully, you're not taking away my favorite dishes. <laughs> what are your favorite dishes? All of them, but <laughs> that's no, the problem. The, but. There is going to be uh, uh, some movement in the menu for sure. Okay. Sebastian, my brother, who runs the kitchen, he's he's in charge of that. I uh, I just uh, I'm official tester. I just eat. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so Listen, no, if you have any help with that, just let me yeah, know. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. He he's working on uh on improving the menu. Um we are working on night shift as well. So okay. um I like to tell people, I don't know if he thinks about about it this way, but I tell people that the night shift is where Sebas has fun. <laughs> he, you know, test sure. recipes and stuff yeah, like that. Of course. Um, but he's working with the kitchen team on um, moving the menu around a little bit, uh, always to improve. You know, mm -hmm. um, of course. It's very hard for us to take away items because they're, <laughs> so everything good. is so popular. Like, it's not a big menu. You know, it's not pages or anything. No, so exactly. It, yeah. So it's yeah. limited enough that that you will notice when something comes off the menu. Yeah. Um, we've done a few tests with, uh, for example, the huevos rancheros. Mm -hmm. It's something we had every every day uh, of the week, and it moved enough, but it, the sauce is made every day, and it, mm -hmm. it's time-consuming, and it's a lot of work that goes into it. So he moved it to available only Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. Ah. And it's funny to see the, the trends on num I'm numbers uh, <laughs> in the organization. I, do, I like to look at numbers. And uh, he was saying, like, I was looking at it, and it's like, well, we sell as much as we used to sell during but the week, but on three days. And it's people coming in on a Tuesday. They're going to have all rancheros. Like, no, it's only available on the weekends. They'll come back. They come back on the weekend. For the weekend. <laughs> and, and, and I love it. You know, it's like, and it's, it's, the intention is not that is, right. you know, to... It's just that it makes sense to us. Of course, yeah. Um, well, it's a certain, I think there's also a certain excitement to be like, oh man, I want to go 
on the weekends because I know there's going to be something there that's not there that every day. Absolutely, it's yeah. Special. It's special, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a special, exactly, yeah. though, but a weekly special. So. <laughs> a lot of the things that we do, they're, they're not intentional. They're just us trying to figure it out. <laughs> How do we do this? <laughs> and then uh, it, it turns into like, oh, this is the right way to do it. Yeah, you know? Sometimes you got to do it. As, as you grow, I think, as a business, you have to experiment. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you just you kind of, well, there's an old, there's a saying, I forget who said it once, and we read it in like a business book or something where it's like, if you're not growing, you're shrinking. Yeah. Like, there's no such thing as like, I'm not exactly I'm the exactly same. Where I'm not, you got to right. be moving. Yeah, you got to be moving. That's right. Or else you're going to be moving backwards. Yeah. 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 No, and we're lucky. We've been growing since day one, thankfully. Oh. And, uh, you know, I, I credit everything to our staff. You know, we have an amazing staff. Yeah, uh, right now, I think we have a, you know, A plus team. Uh, both front and back of the house, uh, the servers and, and the front of the house team that we have um, really embrace our, our vision, you know, kind of like our, our vibe, what mm-hmm. we wanted for Guajitos. Yeah. You know, the, originally at the uh, Guajitos, you had Nilo in the front, you had Sebas in the back, I'll come in every once in a while because I had a full-time job at the time. And um, you, you feel that, you know, you right. feel when Nilo greets you and remembers yeah. your coffee Absolutely. order and all this stuff, which I don't know how he does that. It's crazy how he does it. <laughs> uh, but our team has embraced that and then they really put effort into I'm going to remember this person. You know, I know the regulars. Hey, welcome back. And exactly. exactly. Uh, and legitimately like remembering people. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, I think we've grown faster than I expected because of that. You know, our team is actually embracing what we do so it's easier for us. You know, yeah. We get to do all this stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, very happy. John Burns, loving it. Roberto Lopez, Guerra, loving the show. Nicholas says, uh, let's not be toy here. If Xavier loves the croquetas, that's his. Yeah, me <laughs> too. <laughs> it's so hard to get. It's crazy. It's so hard to get. I've, I've reached out to Catalina, and it's something about Virginia. So it, it, Enjoy them. There's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah, yeah. We actually, that. for a, for a, for a <laughs> summer, I think we had a shirt, one of our employee shirts, that says, where are the croquetas? Because <laughs> for a summer, we couldn't get them. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like, I, wow. I called Catalina. Yeah. I was like, we can't ship them. And it was crazy. So. crazy. <laughs> Fortunately, there's many other people. I mean, the... the, the um, uh, lechon asado is just like lechon. Yeah, it's you really know, good. You put it in the in the either in the I, I love it on the side, but also in the sandwich. The sandwich is one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah, after you know a thousand cubanos, I think now I can move into uh, lechon, pan con lechon, <laughs> lechon sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, not always. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but that was so, a friend of mine, Alex Blanco. Shout out to Alex. Uh, he's the one who, when I started, he's like, here's here's a recipe. He's a Cuban chef. Uh, he lives in North Carolina right now. He's the one who's like, you know, here's the recipe. Tweak it it's as you want. World. So there's some tweaks in there already. Yeah. Um, but he's the one, the, the original lechon recipe that we do. It was, oh, was delicious. delicious. Wow. A really That's good friend. Good. Yeah. yeah. It really yeah. is fantastic. Absolutely. So what are, as we get into the holiday season, what are some like Mayorda family recipes, traditions? What are some fun things you guys like to bring <laughs> up in this time of year? So a lot of things probably won't make the menu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but we you do. You have to do five hours <laughs> But my mom's relleno is definitely that the one thing that is, is done every year. You know, like I mentioned earlier, is, is why do we, we only do it in December? I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> but it does take a lot of work and yeah. a lot of time to do it. So um, I've, I've, like I could tell you earlier, I, I did it one year. And um, I like to believe I did, it. I did a good job. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my mom is the one who makes it. It's, it's a stuffing. Um, it's pork base. It's oh, 
Oh, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it though. Um, but my favorite part is it's it comes off of a, a notebook that is my mom's recipes, and I know Sebas has used that notebook to do some stuff in the kitchen, and uh, famous tres leches is in there. <laughs> so and you feel it. I think that's one of the beauties of what he knows that you feel like it's food that just came out of a family kitchen. Yeah, like absolutely. It's, like, it's the flavors are complex while also being simple. Nothing's like overly extravagant, right? It just feels homey. It feels yeah. like And that's home. the goal. That's the goal is yeah. to have, uh, to make you feel, you know, even that the core and everything works off of that is uh, we definitely, we want you to come in and have a, a feeling that you're in a restaurant, uh, but we also want you to have a feeling that you're in our living room. Yeah. And, and that's where the service aspect comes about and, like, you know, treat you like you're visiting our home, not exactly. our business. Exactly. Um, so. And that, I think, has made us very, uh, yeah. You know, and that's exactly what happens, you know? I mean, there's no doubt about it. You know, it's that's like you feel like you're just going home, all right? I haven't been there in a long time. You go home, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, this is, this yeah. is what I usually get. Yeah. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. So, Harvey, where, when can people kind of, what's the timeline that people can kind of, it doesn't have to be a precise date, but in other words, <clears throat> When, for how long do people should people be going to the West Main and then? So by the end of the year, um, okay. and then I'm sure there will be a sign, and and then I'll probably stand there and be like, no, just keep walking. <laughs> uh, once we move, but uh, the the goal is to be into the new spot by by the first week of January. Oh, um, okay. So still give us December to like. So through up. Christmas, people should still be heading on Please West do, Main. Please yes. do. Keep, Make keep sure you're coming there, to West Main. Uh, there'll be you know follow us on Instagram, uh, Guajiros underscore Seville. That's going to be our um, announcements go through there, and then our, our Facebook page, which is connected to that. Um, <clears throat> that's that's where the announcements going to be. Website is probably going to have an update as well. But uh, we are going to uh, move. Hopefully that the last week of December, we if everything is, works according to plan, knock on wood, uh, we'll move there, and then uh, the first week of January we will, we'll, you know, we'll take a break that week. A break meaning we'll not yeah, work, and work, and then work uh, on other stuff, and then we will uh, we'll be first week of January in, awesome. in the new. Super. We like to call it the 10th Street location now. The 10th there Street location, are. I love it, yeah. love it. Harry, it's an absolute pleasure. Always Absolutely. so fun Thank to you have so you on. Much. Yeah. Really encourage everyone. Enjoy the current location. Yeah, get going through, there. Enjoy that one. Just and jump look to the next one. To a brand new year and a yeah. brand new location. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. No, thanks well, for congratulations and good, yeah. the best of luck. Best Thank of you. Luck. Y feliz Navidad. Igualmente. So, as we go ahead and swap here from one of our favorite two people to two more of our favorite people to have on yeah. the show. Talk about Feliz Navidad. We, that, 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 that's the exactly. music to the Feliz Navidad. The music. Absolutely. So we, we are really excited to walk on here. I already I have a question from good friend uh, Lily that I wanted to know. Hey, what's the, what's the opera thing going on in Top of Weeks? And it's Oratorio. <laughs> so uh, she wants to know what's going on in the Top of Weeks. So we have two people here to tell us what's, what's going, going on, on in the Top of Weeks with the Oratorio Society of Virginia. So we're really excited to welcome to the show this morning Christine Fairfield, the executive director, and Michael Slon, the music director from the Oratorio Society of Virginia. Christine, Michael, thanks for, so much for coming on this morning. Thank you're you. Welcome. Yeah, good morning. Great to see you guys again. Same year, same year. And you guys say buenos dias. Buenos dias. Yes. There you are. We're, oh, we're good. Oh. We're good here now. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm glad to be on today. I was, I was a little jealous when you and, and Ben... <laughs> 
came on from uh, from Charlottesville Symphony, yeah, and I was singers and out that. I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, that was how a lot did of I fun miss? That. Uh, that, that we had a good time. That, that day. was a long one. That was yeah. an epic show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, so I, I have to say, I'm really glad. I was like, oh yes, dude, I get to have one talking, talking some beautiful music and and everything. Just, I mean, we're talking. I mean, Saturday, December sixteenth, two thirty and seven thirty at the Paramount. It's the Christmas concert for the Oratory Society of Virginia. I mean, I've had a chance to kind of look at a little bit Nick sent to the program and some things, but before we even kind of get there, I'm just curious, how do you, before we talk about the concert itself, maybe walk us through how do you even start developing, like what's kind of the process of what you say, all right, we have a Christmas concert, what do we want to put in it? What's kind of like, how do you even start developing it on kind of the music side and also like, you know, just the, Putting it out there. Logistical side. side. Right. Logistical side. Should I take you the musical side first? You, you go yeah. ahead with the musical yeah. side, yeah. <laughs> so, the, just to let your listeners know again what the Oratory Society is, right? It's, it's a 90 voice uh, community chorus, obviously. I, always, I also do some groups at UVA. And um, uh, we have wonderful people that join us from all over this area, some, some of them an hour away in each direction. Wow. Wow. So, it's wonderful that people it's seek dedication. it out. So, now you're going to take this group of talented people and decide, okay, what are we going to do musically for the community? And th- there's a lot of holiday concerts this time of year. And, you know, mm-hmm. as you know, I direct a couple of them, different ones, and each of them has a different flavor, mm-hmm. right? And so this one, um, one of the special features about it is, and, and it's something I really inherited, the group had already started doing this even before my time, uh, is that you have a lot of seasonal holiday favorites on the program. Right. But you also present um, a somewhat longer work mm-hmm. in the context of that concert. Mm-hmm. And so that has included part one, Handel's Messiah. Uh, it has included part of the Bach Christmas Oratorium. Uh, and this year, it's going to be the Rudder Gloria, which mm-hmm. is a, a, a more, obviously, a much more contemporary piece, uh, but that listeners tend to love. But I love that the, it allows audiences to kind of mix both their favorites. Right. And maybe something they're not absolutely familiar with, but that they will then end up being quite uh, big on, that they'll really enjoy in a way they didn't expect, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that's one of the special things. And so every year, as I look at the program, obviously you want to find a balance of different moods in the shorter selections. Mm -hmm. I love to go, they shouldn't all feel the same one after the next. But to put a piece on that's good for the group, I think the group, mm-hmm. wouldn't you agree, Christine, likes to be challenged. Yes, absolutely. By those larger works. Yes. I think that's kind of their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there, as you know, next next spring we're going to do Beethoven, Beethoven 9, the Ninth. choral finale, as part of a celebration of the 200th anniversary mm-hmm. of that piece. Okay. So, and, you, and then also, Alex, just to finish answering your question uh, musically, I think it's also important, you know, you have some diversity, so music from different backgrounds or types of composers and places Mm -hmm. exactly it's like i mean going along with your previous guests and i think i've been there with you guys that's right yeah you were you know a menu there's a menu and in in this case you get more than one thing on the meal Mm -hmm. right you get quite a few different wonderful things Absolutely. In that meal. Exactly. So that's kind of the musical side. I like Christine to address the other sides. Well, we start with behind the scenes planning as far back as last spring for this season, including a repertoire and and selecting sort of that that central larger work for the holiday concert. Um, I think this last year we we had already figured that out to the 
by March, April, um, before yeah. we completed the previous yeah. season. Yeah. And then um, once we wrap up our, our, our season and fiscal year, um, we start in on strategizing how mm-hmm. to get the word out and how to recruit singers and instrument player instrumentalists um, for the ensemble as well. So what I love about this year's concert is that the Gloria is performed with a brass ensemble mm-hmm. and percussion. And mm-hmm. if you've never listened to it, it, it's goosebump inducing. It's really fun to sing, to perform, but the overall experience um, of, the, of the ensemble with the chorus, I can't wait. I've, I've not mm-hmm. performed this with a brass ensemble before, and so I'm really excited. And, with the, and um, especially with the percussion. Is that, yeah. I won't give way too much, but the, the opening is rather memorable. It is very memorable. It is memorable. very memorable. <laughs> you know, it's interesting just to talk about it musically for a moment. And, um, it, you know, in the choral world, Rudder is kind of a household name. But when he wrote this piece in the early 70s, he was very young, and he was definitely, no one knew who he was in the United States. So so this guy, Mel Olson, a choral conductor, was the one who got him to write it. And if Mel were alive, I'd be interested to ask him, how had he realized that Rudder had this kind of potential? And, And the two of them talked a lot about what kind of piece he, Mel thought a chorus would like, and Rudder still credits him with kind of inspiring his sense of what to put into a bigger scale work like this. So, so I have a question because, you know, one of the things about this particular concert in, in particular, right, is that there's so much familiarity with some of the yep. songs, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you ever have people start singing also with you and it's like... We actually invite it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, at least one song. Yeah, at least one song will be a, a traditional carol <laughs> arrangement of something that, that the chorus gets to sing okay. along with. So, yeah. yes, absolutely. Anyone that comes, bring your singing voices and just, be prepared yes, but to as join you, in. But just for that one, right? That one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you give them the outlet. So it's like, yes, all right, yes. you're all here so that you're not... You know, it's funny. Is that Xavier? Well, Xavier, <laughs> you're welcome to sing on any, okay, right. any of them. Um, you know what's interesting about that? Yes, Christine is exactly right. We definitely uh, have a sing-along carol, which is great because I think it gets people, it gets their blood moving. And it, yeah. you'd be surprised how people are actually shy about that. So you know, otherwise singing, if they're you know, so I don't know. If you don't get too many people that, that try to jump other in, then you know what is nice. Once in a while, a little kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who yeah. starts to, you hear that, that's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is meant absolutely. to be a family concert. Yeah. It's at the big, absolutely. beautiful Paramount. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, well, that's the beauty of it, because what, what happens is when, when I go, you, you just get in the spirit right away, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like when I have the Christmas in the car, right? I have to sing, of course. Everybody in the back says, uh, Pops, could you please like quiet down so we can listen to that's real music song. as opposed to you messing this whole thing up? So well, there's Michael but when, but, and then there's you. Exactly. Yes, so you know. so when you're in this big auditorium, it's like nobody's gonna hear me. I can actually just sing and they'll never know I'm out of tune. That's right. Absolutely. Well, great. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you there and hearing you. And hearing you. Absolutely. So how, on that vein, I'm just when you're looking for some of the favorites. You know, the, the ones that people will recognize. How do you decide how to mix them up so that there's, I guess, it's, do you do them in different ways so that they're slightly new is, is the newness that maybe people have heard a solo singer sing it on a CD track but not a, not a chorus before? How do you kind of approach the, the, the really familiar ones? Yeah, there's an interesting example that, Alex, on this program, actually. In fact, mm-hmm. so I have never done the tune Christmas Time is Here 
from the Charlie Brown mm-hmm. Christmas special, mm-hmm. right? So many people know the that one. And I'm actually doing it on two different concerts. I'm doing it on the family holiday concerts at UVA and with Oratory, but two completely different arrangements, mm-hmm. right? Oh. So the one is going to have like a jazz vocalist with big band type texture. And the other one on this concert with Oratorio is a chorus mm-hmm. uh, with with some accompaniment. And and it's quite beautiful, actually. It's, it's one of my favorites. You should hear the soprano yeah. section does a beautiful job of sounding like the kids on the TV show oh. in, in, a way, in a good way. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and that's one that I think people will love and recognize. Mm-hmm. So I think partly um, the arrangements... You could, you know, allow variety. Mm-hmm. You could have the same tune. It could be arranged ten or five different ways. Um, sometimes Christine was mentioning the fact we have the brass and percussion this year. Sometimes we have strings and winds on this concert. Mm-hmm. So you have to plan to the instruments that you have. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of wonderful arrangements. But you have to decide. Okay, this year we have this. So can we try this arrangement because mm-hmm. it utilizes the strings? This year can we try this? Like we're doing some Canadian brass arrangements. Because mm-hmm. it utilizes the idea of a brass quintet, mm-hmm. right? And so that immediately lends different feels to it. And then again, I always think it's about pacing. Something upbeat, something more meditative or introspective. Mm-hmm. So that it's not all in your face and it's not all right. kind of right. slow. It's a mixture, yeah. 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 I, I, partic- I have a favorite arrangement okay, this year and of a, of a very so traditional about. tune everybody knows joy to the world mm-hmm. oh, this yes. year we're doing a gospel arrangement that is really fun oh. and uh it's pushing us in different yes. ways um including memory including memory we have to Mem- sing this one memorized because we got to get some clapping going yeah. and uh oh, so yeah i'm glad uh, that, to hear that that one is <laughs> so this is a gospel arrangement by luther henderson and if your listeners look him up he's a very distinguished uh, African-American orchestrator, band leader, conductor, composer, did some work on Broadway. Um, and he uh, made this kind of very upbeat arrangement, I think, for the Canadian brass many years ago. And um, it will hopefully have people, uh, you know, popping in their seats a little oh, bit. Oh, absolutely. There's always an energy to that. Yes. But like it, yeah. an energy in a different way from like your, from, I think, near percussion or like jazz or something. It's 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 hard to say. It's almost like an uplifting energy with with the gospel arrangement. I sure like hope so. You just feel like some like big wind is kind of pushing you upwards, mm-hmm. and it's just always beautiful to hear. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that one to it take tour of the world and go yeah. in I'm that direction. As a, as singers, Christine is there. A, is because obviously brass is the accompaniment this mm-hmm. time, which brass is very much you can't hide no. brass. So as a singers, do you have to ch- change? Anything in terms of when you're accompanied by brass as opposed to like strings or something softer? Does it? Is there anything there, that changes in how you prepare? Um, Michael actually might have more to say to that, but um, from my personal experience, yes, absolutely. There's a ways that you sing a little bit differently. Um, we'll probably be fine tuning that next week, mm-hmm. the week before yeah. the concert, when we we're don't get actually. Together. Perform, oh, with practicing the with so the brass. The so wow. at this point, you know, we've just been doing these with, oh, with piano reduction or piano accompaniment mm-hmm. um, in rehearsals. And so it will be, yeah, it will definitely change the experience for the singers when we add the brass in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. We have balance. Yeah. That's the word there. Mm-hmm. Right. No matter who you're working with, you have to get a balance so that you can 
hear the singers well, hear the brass well, and as you say, you, brass can't really hide, so. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it, but it, add, it can add something beautiful. Go, go ahead. No, so I, I was going to ask yeah. about something. So, you know, you were talking about the, the different arrangements, um, yeah. you know, for a particular song. Is that, are those arrangements already exist, or is that something that comes from you and say, I want to do this yeah. in a, you know, in, you know, in Usually, strings? Usually, most of the time, they are on the market. Okay. You seek them out, and you know you purchase the scores, and then you, okay. you do it. There are a couple different exceptions. One is I have occasionally arranged uh, something for the group uh, that we've done on not this year, but on other programs. Um, in another instance, actually this year with a different program, I wrote an arranger who had a, a piece for soloists and orchestra, and I said, "Could you make this for chorus?" And he was very obliging. So you know there are different ways you you can get it to something. But most of the time, <clears throat> especially as you would expect for this time of year, there's so much repertoire mm -hmm. yeah. for this time of year. Um, there is a lot of music out there. You could never you perform could. it all, so there's there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That curious. must be incredible. How does the space now? I, I can't recall if it's always been in the Paramount, the the Christmas concert. But no. How, how does that kind of play into it? Because I mean, it's a very festive. so. This actually predates Christine and I uh, with the group. I mean, the organization, of course, is over fifty years old mm -hmm. now, the longest running community chorus in, in Charlottesville, and. Um, they had done it for a while at Old Cabell before our time. Mm. And soon after the Paramount reopened, right, <clears throat> they moved it to the Paramount. And I'm, and I'm happy to say that since my time and then certainly since you've come on too, we've really been able to build it up so that we do two programs and they both sell rather well yeah. in, that, in that beautiful space. And I think it's unique because, you know, there's wonderful holiday concerts all during this time mm. of year. Some are at Old Cabell, some are at churches. Um, this is the only kind of homegrown one at the Paramount, right, right on the downtown mm -hmm. mall. Right. And it's also usually the last one. It's the closest to Christmas in, in that sense. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. Um, and we also have some guest groups. We do. Yes. Yeah. We're, every year at our holiday concerts, we invite other ensembles, usually youth or children's choirs. But this year we have, uh, so, so for our 2.30 performance this year, we will have the Albemarle High School Patriot Singers, which mm -hmm. is like their auditioned mm -hmm. sort of uh, elite chamber group. Um, and we're excited to have them with us. And then the evening program is um, a special guest, yeah. a Ukrainian family um, that some people may know from hearing them play on the downtown mall. Yeah, the Melichenko um, family. The Melichenko family. And they're going to be playing some uh, Christmas music for us. Oh. And, you know, they, they have recently kind of uh, emigrated, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and they're very talented. Uh, and so I'm, we're excited for, for audiences to hear them, too, who may not have heard them. And, uh, you know... Carol of the Bells is originally Ukrainian mm -hmm. Carol, so that will definitely be one of the few, the tunes they play. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. So and they got the fathers like on an accordion and the daughters on a violin. Oh, wow! Yeah. Wow! Oh, that, there is something beautiful in like so it's kind of home, home classic drive. to see like a family yeah. ensemble. Does it kind of I don't know? In some ways, it reminds me of of the time when that was your form of. That's true. In like, your house, yeah, you do things sure. in your house, yeah. yeah. Particularly at Christmas time, yeah. Because that's how I mean, there was no TV. There was 
no radio, well, no CDs, no CDs. Yeah, so was, you made no music. streaming. No streaming. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no well, there, yeah, yeah, here I am doing <laughs> CDs and stuff, and the audience is like, Cassette "You mean no tape. Spotify? <laughs> it didn't you know, a family ensemble that makes me think of you guys, right? Oh, yes. You guys are a family ensemble of a different kind. A different yeah, kind, but different yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. We just yeah. slightly well, less musically. Play well, well I play the, yeah. play the piano. But 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 my wife's family, right? Her her father was very played the piano. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. But ear, none of these had any training. Yeah. The uh, they had they played. What is that called? The the, um, the accordion. Accordion. The accordion. Um, the um, somebody played the guitar. Somebody else played the um, violin. Yeah. So at Christmas, that's what they do. They get together. They sing. They play and. No training whatsoever. Do you know what that reminds me of, Xavier? And, and this, this is a really beautiful thought. So I think everybody, if they have a chance, should make a little holiday music in their home. And to your point, you don't have to be well-trained. Just get around the piano or just sing or whatever. Yeah. I remember with my grandfather and father looking at Polish Christmas carols because my grandfather, that side of the family is Polish. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of the three of us around the piano. My grandfather was a, played some fiddle, and, and my dad was pretty good at many instruments, and we all sang... That's very special. And so, I mean, I think for our concert, we can think of it like a big living room. Yes. Everybody come in and we'll, we'll enjoy it together. But it's, it's also good for people to do it on their own at home. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, I think the beauty of chorus is that you can inspire people to do that. Because I think sometimes people, when you hear a solo singer sing a song, the, the gut reaction might be like, oh, man, I can't mm. do that. Like if I tried to sing that with just me, I I butcher it. But the beauty, of course, is you put so many talented people together, and there is a way which you kind of enter into it and say, well, when you mix so many beautiful voices, you're all kind of helping each other. I think there's the call like the auto tune, in a sense mm. where you're all joining in on the music and helping each other in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that people can kind of take with them and say, yes, maybe by myself I'd be nervous too, but if, if five, six people, ten people at a holiday party all sing together, you can yeah. kind of lift each other up. But as chorus, I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm biased, I'm partial to chorus, but I feel like chorus lifts up yeah. music to, to another level. There's sort of a, when you list, I mean, maybe this will transition us a little to even talking about spring, but I, when you hear the chorus come in in Beethoven's Ninth, you just go to a new oh, no, yeah. Yeah. It starts with just the one singer. The one singer. Yeah. Right? The soloist, yeah. The soloist in that. And you say, okay, where's the sewing he's introducing? Point. And then when you hear it all come in, it just takes you to a new. Uh, Christine will have a perspective on this in a minute as someone who's also a professional singer. Um, I, I want to just add to what you're saying. I mean, right, if you sing at home and there's a group of people, that's lovely around the piano. And it, the, the thing that's special about this, obviously, is that. Um, not only do you magnify that by numbers, mm-hmm. but this is also not a sing-along, right? This yes. group gets together and rehearses, rehearses to achieve yeah. a serious level right. of music making. Mm-hmm. And so there again, it's something, in a way, you couldn't experience in your living. Yeah, exactly. Your living. No, it's exactly. And so it, it, it does take it to another level, like yeah. you say, extremely uplifting and I think rewarding for the singers, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And um, I th- for me personally, again, music is definitely a part of my family life and um, growing up as well and, and at holidays and when my siblings come into town there's still music making around the piano yeah, um, 
but it's, uh, I think it's really fun to see the, the chorus, which is made up of singers as young as high school all the way up to right. retirees, um, that number of people come together and, and, and create something of the caliber that we're able to do. Yes. Um, and it's, it's just something really special. And then Absolutely. we have so much, we take so much pleasure from sharing that um, that it's not just about what we're doing, but it's about communicating with the audience and, and connecting um, and, and creating a beautiful experience to celebrate the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, the, the only thing I, I wonder, in today's world, we have s- s- the ability to listen to music through so many, you know, like, like you said, CDs or streaming, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember my parents used to work together um, and they would always sing. I know they didn't have the radio on, you mm-hmm. know, and we didn't have a, you know, a player at that time. And there was no radio, but they would always sing. They, I mean, you know, they'd have the different voices. You know how the one, one's got harmony, um, yeah. harmony, yeah. Uh-huh. And and I would always remember them singing. And, and the same thing in my family in Spain, they always would sing, right? But in today's world, I just get the feeling that it's so much easier just to, you know turn on your CD or your headset or whatever it is that you're listening to, that maybe that little tradition it begins to disappear unless you happen to, to be a family that just yeah. all of you well, love music, right? Things like this opportunity is so beautiful because there is, yeah. there is a difference with live music. Live music. Live music. Oh, it's huge. One, I don't, huge. You could call it whatever you want. I, know Bur- I always uh, love the Berlio used to call it the musical fluids. That would go through through people. He like he literally believed. Oh, Berlioz, yeah. Berlioz, that like that you would have musical fluids through it. I mean, it. it I'd say probably vibrations is what he was getting at. But in his yeah. day and age, he's like. And he made a lot of vibrations. And he made. And just you you feel it, and especially yeah. with chorus. I mean, one of the things with it's one of the things I. It's funny. I listen to it on you know in the car and stuff, yeah. but there's always a sense of. It just cannot capture. You cannot yeah. capture particularly chorus on a recording, a live. Because you can't capture, I think, the depth mm. of, especially of so many talented voices. Mm. Today. That's one. I think the best part of oratory society. You're not talking ten people, fifteen no. people. You're talking yeah. a large it's a big chorus. chorus. Yeah. And there is a depth and a vibration there that you cannot mm. get by listening to music. Over the, I mean, I love that you guys have the live stream option, but yeah. listening to Spotify, no, yeah. you will not capture yeah. these same pieces. You will not capture them in, and feel them the same way as you will by attending a live concert like this. Sure. I completely agree. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and, and listen, yeah. I, I just think it's like that in all music. You know, in the sense of you know, like the symphonies, when you listen, yeah. you're going to listen to a symphony live. Oh, it's it's like you, you now that every single instrument you hear mm-hmm. you just because. I don't know if it's visually you're looking around and you're hearing an instrument as opposed to when you're just listening on, you know, through whatever, you know, modem you listen to. It's just, it's just so different. You know? yeah. Yeah. And with the singers too, you can do that. You can, it's beautiful because you, I mean, they're, with such talent, you've, I notice you often layer. Not everybody's singing the same tune. Well, no, the there's whole many time. different things. And you happening. can, it's beautiful when you're there to try to pick out and say, oh, I see what they're singing. I see they come in a little yeah, yeah, late. Yeah. Like they're singing this tune, they're singing this, and there's a harmony being created. You can, even though that you know it's not like one person's playing a violin and one person's playing yeah. a drum, you can tell they're doing two different things. <laughs> right, you right. can, yeah. if you look carefully, that's part of the joy I yeah. think for me of going is 100%. you can see all the different 
the different groups within the whole chorus yeah. singing the different parts and sure. coming together. And it's a, it's almost like it's a very interactive experience, even on the ones where you're not singing along. Yeah. It's still very interactive in the way yeah. that it, that it, that it happens. Yeah. That's, that's what's nice. Sometimes I'll, I'll look at the conductor, right. And, and you can just see the hill go, and yeah, all of a sudden you just see them come I in. Actually, you know, and it's wonderful because you know. It's so funny you mentioned that. I had a mentor once who, he was. We were, you know, this is a conducting class, and he said, and this was not a cheap comment. He said, "Okay, this is really an audience cue," and what he meant was not that the conductor is showing off for the audience anything like that. That it was about the music, but that by literally directing your attention toward a certain line in the texture. The audience, because of that visual component, will be drawn to hear it more clearly. That's right, right, and that's, and that's an interesting. Which is all another way to say everybody should come to the Paramount on December sixteenth. We would love to have you. Yeah, this music. Oh, it, it will be tremendous. Are there any others in the program that you're like, okay, people really need to know that this is in there? I, I'm really excited about this one. I like them all. So I, I, I like but. them all too. Um, for those uh, aficionados of, of more contemporary music, we, we will be singing a piece by Mar uh, Morton Lordson. Um, oh yeah, "Sure on This Shining Night," which is just a gorgeous, Stunner. gorgeous piece, and uh, and a, an arrangement by Charles Ives, which mm -hmm. I also almost never done. Yeah, it's called a Christmas Carol, and it's very introspective. Uh, it's kind of asking questions about how do we perceive this season. Mm. It's quite nice. It's really it was beautiful. originally a solo song, and then it got arranged later for chorus. For chorus. Yeah. And then, of course, audience you know, favors. We have First Noel, Sing Along, mm -hmm. and Ding Dong Merrily on High, mm -hmm. and, and as we said, Joy to the World, and those kind of things as well. All the beautiful ones. The little Tchaikovsky, too. I, I, I think oh, yes. Yes, the Tchaikovsky. There. That was uh, kind of funny. A choral <laughs> arrangement yeah. of was, Sugar Plum Fairy. I was about to say. <laughs> Tricky. That, that must be... That, that's going to be a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always fun to take those because there's, I think, not particularly, it's so well known. It's iconic. That you can do different things with it mm -hmm. yeah. and people know immediately, yeah. okay, yeah, all right, mm -hmm. I know what this is. I know I can That's see quite it. true. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's going to be fantastic. Again, the, so Saturday, December 16th, so you've got a 2.30 showing. And a 7.30. And a 7.30 showing, both at the Paramount. Both at Paramount. How do, we, how do we get tickets? Para, the Paramount.net. So yeah. you can get tickets Easy. from their website um, or by calling their box office or visiting their box office during hours. Yep. Oh, it's, gonna be, it's going to be wonderful. Really encourage everyone to go. And then next year, I mean, we've got... Yeah. So keep your eyes peeled. I know the best place. Where would be the best place to kind of keep your eyes peeled for, for especially that for the spring season? Uh, yeah. So we have a concert org. in March, March 9th, Saturday, March 9th, um, is a, a concert of a music from the theater, so opera, oh. operetta, Broadway. Um, that's going to be really fun. Um, and then our Beethoven concert on uh, May 8th. May 10th and May 12th. So, and more information on both of those can be found on our website, yeah. oratoriosociety.org. Exactly. Um, and tickets will be available on our website on for both website. of those. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So keep, keep your eyes peeled on oratoriosociety.org. And for right now, just go to paramount.net. Yes, and That's go right. ahead and get those tickets because, like Michael said, they they sell yeah. out. So do not and wait. It's, yeah, I mean, listen, it's very easy, minutes. and then you see all the seats, so you can pick what you seat you want. Seat. Yes. Yeah, there aren't too many left, but go for it. Yeah, go for it. Get the go last for it. ones. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> and come to all the wonderful things this year. Yeah, season. absolutely. Oh yeah. yes, there's yeah. so many beautiful. Oh, we have this happening. Messiah singing next week, for example. If you want to get your get singing for everything, you know. 
That's over right. at Old Cabal, December 5th. So you've you know. seen the whole thing. <laughs> there you can see. <laughs> the whole Messiah. There whole you Messiah. go. I love that. Absolutely. Uh, Christine, right away, it's always such a pleasure to, to thank have you both on. Yes. Really, it's just a joy. It's likewise. No, you, yeah. you bring the joy. So thanks for having us again. And thanks for thank coming. Thank you. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Uh, fantastic show today. Oh, absolutely. L- love it. As, as we know, always. it was going it's, to be. This is why we yeah. had all that fist We, we knew. We, that's why, exactly. That's why we were uh, battling to see who would get uh, the honor of, uh, of being, being on here. the show this morning. So, always a pleasure to Same be here. here. Welcome you. back. Oh, nice glad to, to have be back. you back. Glad to be back. Next week, uh, we're going to have Basket, Basket Full Lifestyle and Gifts. So, Basket Full is the name, okay. and that's Lifestyle and Gifts. And then uh, Scott Elliff, the owner of Ducard Vineyards, is going to be joining us next okay. week. So some more fantastic local guests. Thank you, as always, to Judah behind the camera, making it all work. This is how it, it comes together. Uh, thanks, Emergent Financial Services, Castle Hill Cider, Matias Yon Realty, Credit Serious Insurance, Forward Adelante. Thank you for being with me. Thank you Always. for coming back and uh, sharing all your uh, wonderful thoughts with us. Oh, no, it's, it, it's always a pleasure to, to be on. So really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone who commented, liked. We had so many fantastic commenters and, and, and just likes and shares this morning. Really appreciate all of you. Be sure to send us any questions, comments, people you want us to feature. Remember, there's no cost to ton. If you had an entrepreneur local that wants to to really just uh, share their business and what they do. So be sure to send them our way. Be sure to check out uh, Guajito's wallets in its spot before Christmas. That's right. And be sure on to get those tickets for December 16th, Saturday, 237. Yeah, you'll enjoy it for sure. Or it's a lot of society. Fun. So be sure to check that all out. We look forward to seeing you next week. But until that time, as we like to close it out on the show, hasta mañana. <laughs>